Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. guys welcome to another episode of the hoops and have a visons podcast i'm alex and i'm ruben and i'm tim i was about there to say and tim introduce yourself is. you've been here there enough times go. now <laughs> i'm um, back i'm back two man. weeks in a row baby oh, yeah. <laughs> third third guest time is the charm you you get to introduce yourself from now on that should be the rule now i think like yeah. <laughs> after you're like at your third time you can just introduce yourself because all right, Mama, we made it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay, so let's. Uh, do we want to talk about the the change in what we're doing now, podcast wise? The fact that yeah, we're... I mean, we should because you know we're sponsored. Yeah. So yes, yeah, sir. This is this is all you, man. Wait, I mean, you take it away. I'm pretty pretty easy for the listeners. Like literally for you guys, nothing is going to change. Um you still just listen to the to the podcast and it still comes to you uh you don't have to resubscribe or anything uh but we are part of armchair media now um just on the podcast side of things this just gives us an opportunity to uh probably starting next week um have a couple of ads um to help pay for everything that we do (laughs) which is the website the podcast and uh, everything else but we can't pay Mm -hmm. tim we're not allowed to because he lives in california Oh yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. <laughs> so fuck Tim. Oh, well, I'll do it for free Girl Scout cookies. Uh, well, the Girl Scout uh, cookies over, are dude, done for the year. Left. Oh man, Today this was... is just honestly, this is a chance for uh, Alex and Ruben to get rich and just look down on all of you peasants. I mean, just... you know, I'm man. kind of already on my way on that, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's your mo, Ruben, not mine. Yeah, but you know, I'm a I'm a benevolent. You know, leader? benevolent person. So I will not leader, more like just a person. You're a Mavs Twitter so, leader. Eh, not. I mean, like I maybe like top ten, but we'll see. You and know, that is a leader. I mean, I guess. But anyway, so yeah, <laughs> so we're so we're doing ads now, so you get to hear our yeah, do some ad reads. Hopefully, coming soon. You know, um, we're really excited about it. Thank you again, guys, uh, Armchair Media for you know, having us on, it's a really great opportunity, I think for both sides, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. It gives so us a chance to grow and, and just get better at everything. So. Exactly. And the more money that we have to invest in the podcast, the better it is for you guys as, as listeners. So. Exactly. Um, with that, I mean, we can kind of go back into doing what we always do, which is talk about the last week of basketball. Let's go. Let's go. So let's see the first game that we had, 
uh, for this week since, what was it, I think on Monday, mm-hmm. we played the Timberwolves. Uh, yeah, the we played them twice this week. I know, we'll get to that. But we beat the Timberwolves by 16 points, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, 139-123. Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, let's see, who had a good game today? Uh, who had a good game that day? Uh, let's see. Everybody, it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Tim had 23. Luca had 20. Kristaps had 15. Seth had 19. Seth has been... We'll talk about him a little, in a little bit, but Seth has been on a fucking tear this week, so... Um, Delon had sixteen. What the hell? Like it was a good game for I think for a lot of the a lot of our players. So Try yeah, not in. not a lot of times are we going to put up one. I mean, this speaks to kind of the kind of shape Minnesota's in right now. But you get a combined two for fourteen from deep out of Chris Stapps and Luca, and you still put up one thirty nine. Like that's not going to happen often. Um, yeah, no. yeah, no. Obviously, both games we played against them this week. No Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Russell, I, I guess we could kind of use this chance to talk about a little bit what the Timberwolves are doing since they're kind of a chaotic mess right now. Yeah. I love D'Angelo Russell. I like that for them going forward. I That could be a situation where both teams win that trade, but for now, especially with Cat out, it's just – it's a complete mess. They're headed for the top of the lottery. Honestly, if Seth comes back, Minnesota's my pick to finish dead last in the West. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah, especially if I I don't see a point in them really bringing Cat back this season unless they want to – unless they're serious about moving him and they want to, like, showcase him as an asset. I don't, I don't know. They wouldn't trade for D'Angelo for that. Yeah. You know? yeah. They literally traded yeah. for D'Lo to keep Carl Anthony Towns happy. That's called that's called hustling backwards yeah. if they do that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like not a good idea. Yeah. Um yeah, they're a really young team. They're a really weird weirdly like built team now. Like again, like I wrote about it. I wrote about both games actually, but um you know, writing about this game was just like I honestly do not remember who the fuck is on the team. <laughs> like because they made so many moves. Yeah. It's a you know? weird team. Yeah, it's a really weird team. Like I was like, like Naz Reed's now like, or I guess now he's our backup. Now he's our starting because Cat's out. Like Juan Hernan Gomez is on there, which I was like, oh, I forget he's on. James yeah. Johnson. <laughs> like I was like, oh, James Johnson's on the scene too. That's great. Like I know Jared Culver is a uh, Bryce's baby, baby boy. Can, can, um, can I just say real quick that like uh, Wancho Hernan Gomez has to be like one of the best names in the NBA currently. I love it, dude. I love it. Yeah, so for sure. The shame he's Spanish, but you know it's fine. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. Sorry, I mean, like just generally this, this team. Like I like Malik, Malik Beasley. Like that kid's gonna be good. I think he's gonna be a chucker a little bit, but you know from what I've seen of him, very little of what I've seen. He just seems more of a chucker. But when it goes in, it goes in, and it looks nice. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, first first game against us, uh, eight for twenty from the field, not great, but I mean five and twelve from deep. The guy, yeah, like you said, he's gonna, especially now with uh, what's going on with their roster, he's gonna have a chance to put up a lot of shots this season and kind of be be a second or third option on a team where he would probably be the sixth or seventh option on a on any kind of playoff roster. You know, exactly. Yeah, so. It's a good opportunity for him, so that's good. Yeah. Um, and again, like our team just we you know laid down the law that day, which was good. And then we laid down the law the next game on Wednesday. We, we did against the the dastardly, classless Spurs. 
mean, let's be honest. Like, the Spurs are out of the Southwestern Conference teams, like, not one of my least favorite. Yeah, they're not. They're not for me either, but, like, I have this thing where I know a lot of Spurs fans through, like, mm-hmm. college and stuff like that. Yeah, because you went and to college so, like, now. Well, UNT, but yeah, same difference. Anyway, oh, I meant where you went so, to after UNT. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's different. Anyway, so, <laughs> I, so I know a lot of people. Like, I know a lot of people who are uh, Spurs fans, and so they always talk about how classy the organization is, and like blah blah blah. Which is why on Twitter, I just go like, I always like mention that they're classless, like for no reason. Like, there's no actual. There's no like, mm-hmm. you know, reason for me to say that. I'm just like, I just do it because I know it annoys the shit out of like spurs fans in general you know yeah so, but i mean like this game i mean we almost gave it up at the end like i thought maybe pop was gonna have one last like run in him you know to come back and destroy us and i was totally terrified yeah but, but we we pulled it off somehow some way so i mean, I mean it was kind of it was yeah. kind of the opposite of a lot of games this year to where they did have a big lead. They had Spurs whittled it down eventually. I think took like a one point lead at some point in the fourth quarter. But yeah. uh, the Mavs actually, for one of the few times this season, turned it on late. And yep. there was a sequence after the Spurs took the lead where I think it went Luca bucket, then three straight Luca assists, and then another step back three. And by the time he was done with that, they were up by like eight, and it kind of salted the game away. So even if it's against the Spurs team, that's you know not what that uh it's not up to the standard that organization is used to it is great to see the Mavs play a final five minutes to where okay they kind of got the shit scared out of them but they put the foot down stepped on the gas and just shut a team down closed it out and got a road win yep yeah and like it's funny too because like I'm looking at the stat sheet right now and so I know like I know some people from Spurs Twitter now and like the Reddit guy from Spurs. And uh, so they have like a, a big feud with Marco Bellinelli for some reason. <laughs> like okay. for some reason, like half the fan base is blocked by Marco Bellinelli. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I don't know why. Like, I guess it, I think maybe after this year, they just thought he was terrible. Dude went fucking four for six, four for six from three against us. Like at 14 points, had a pretty decent game. And I was like, why do you guys hate him? <laughs> like he didn't go against us. Like, you know, like, I don't know, just weird. I was looking at it right now, and I'm like, you should be mad at fucking, you know, uh, Murray. He went three for 13. <laughs> like, yeah. you but, know, like, I mean, why are you... Or Patty Mills went three three for 11, dude. <laughs> like, come on. But they think that DeJounte Murray's, like, one of their young guys that's going to help them be relevant again. And, I mean, he might one day. I don't know anything about him. Like, the, only, the only guys I really know anything about are, like, Lonnie Wall and, like, Bryn Forbes, only because his name sounds like a Game of Thrones-ass name. Okay. So that's why I was like, oh, I need, I need to follow this guy a little bit because that's just an interesting name. So, but I mean, just in general, like their teams, their team was weird. Like, there's I know there's some discussion about like them re-signing uh, Demar Derozan, and like the fan base is like, yes, because he'll get us in the playoffs. And the, fan base, the other side is like, the other side is like, no, because he sucks, or not because he sucks, but empty stat guy, blah blah, you know, stuff like that. I mean, you know. Maybe I'm wrong, but at some point, you have to make a decision on where your team is headed. And yeah. I don't know that the Spurs are headed in an upward trajectory, while the rest of the so. NBA is, for the most part. Like, yeah. 
you know, this is an opportunity for the Spurs to like reevaluate their needs <laughs> and where they are as a team. Yeah. Cause I feel like there's, I feel like they're stuck in a real similar place to where we were a few years ago, pre Luka, when it was like yeah, in like bar, 2015, it was 2016. And and yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a weird place for them. And they're going to have like a lot of irrational hatred and feelings. There's a lot of, I not say a lot, but definitely not the majority, but there's even like this, should we fire Popovich shatter and all this? They're just, it's been 25 years since they've been here. They're yeah. not used to it. And they kind of don't know yeah. how to handle it. Which is understandable. <laughs> yeah. Like, also, like, this is Pop's next to last year. I think he's already said, like, next year's his last year. So, I, I get it. Like, they want to be good. They want to be a playoff team. Yeah. Just, at the moment, they're not. They're not, and, I don't know, like, just, like, I mean, that game was, I mean, that game definitely had, like, it was, you know, just had, like, whenever we play against the Spurs, it's always a tight game. Well, not always, but, like, a lot of the time. Often, yeah. They're tight, yeah. You know, like, we're 3-0 against them this year. So that's far, awesome. I think, which is crazy. Like we haven't won a series against them since I think I think Mark Mark Followell said two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Okay, so it's been a decade. Yeah. you know. <laughs> and, when, and when's the last time we had a chance to sweep them? Like, yeah, I know. That's what hasn't I happened. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Like it's crazy. Like it's kind of crazy. Like the trajectory of both these teams. Like one's obviously trending. Like, mm-hmm. We have Luca and KP who. Are gonna tamper, you know, yeah. in the off season, just try to figure out, like what they want to do, you know, and stuff. And like then, I don't, like you know, stars don't go to the Spurs either. Like you don't go to San Antonio, like yeah, on their own, you know. Like Demar got traded there for Kawhi, you I know. Mean, so. Aldridge went there on his own. Yeah, but I want to consider Aldridge like a. Not even when he has, when he signed, like he was. I didn't a, even consider he was him like a B tier player. Yeah, you know, like that's. I think like that's kind of like. Unfortunately, us. When's the last time the Mavericks signed a B tier free agent? Signed? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like honestly. You know, and I think a lot of people, I don't know, just some, you know, I just have thoughts about that team. And just because I've had such a long history with them. So, but, you know, I also think that, you know, if we're talking about getting free agents, I know that many Mavs fans are going to get. Plan powder PTSD, um, but I think that the Mavericks have a better chance now than they did in the Dirk era of getting a, another star to play alongside Luca and KP. Just because yeah. of well, their... it was. Go ahead. It was a big thing this week. I listened to Zach Lowe's podcast, and he had the episode with Jared Dudley, and yeah. Zach Zach Lowe said he's talked to a few front office guys now, not. He said he's not predicting or no one's predicting this will happen, but he said the doomsday scenario amongst these front office guys is Giannis and Luca teaming up. And that, oh, yeah, like, yeah. And that it would it would just be a wrap. And Jared Jared Dudley to a man said, Yeah, these guys are gonna want to play with Luca. Like they're gonna head his way. And you know, what's LeBron got? Is I by the time Luca's rookie contract is done, I think LeBron's gonna be final two, if not final season. So Yeah. Well, I think yeah. LeBron has said he wants to play at least one year with Bronny. Like, that's his goal. Yeah. He's a cyborg, so I don't doubt it. Yeah, and what, Bronny's a freshman this year in he's high school? He's a freshman sophomore. He's one of those, yeah. Yeah. He's pretty young. Honestly, Bron could take three years off and just wait on Bronny to get the league and just produce, like, six Oscar-winning movies, probably. And... <laughs> like Space Jam 2. Yeah. yeah. Space Jam 2 is going to be bad. 
I know. I'm so excited for it, though. <laughs> the shoes are bad, in my opinion. But anyway, <laughs> the shoes that LeBron's been dropping for Space Jam. I don't know. I don't like them. <laughs> I like them. Okay. But, you know. Okay. So let's, so let's get. The... Go ahead. Wait, what? I was just real quick. Speaking of shoes, do we have a timetable on the Lucas dropping? Uh, no. So you know, after talking to people on time, what normally happens is like they'll bring out like um you know the the player editions, you know. Yeah. So he like I think Lucas said he likes like the fours a lot. So he'll probably get like a player edition four, you know, where it's like it has his logo and then like certain colorway he wants and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's ever gonna, he might. I think him and Zion are probably gonna get shoes, you know, signature shoes. I just have no idea when. Yeah. I think eventually I want to get someone on the podcast who can talk about that, like Hendo. Yeah, I someone, think it would be you know? great to have Chris so, Anderson on to, to yeah. talk about that because he he knows way more about the shoe game and, and that industry than anybody else Any mass yeah. media-wise that I'm aware of. Yeah. So, um, Do we want to talk about our, our only loss this week? I mean, fucking Seth, Har- Seth Curry, bro. Like... 13 for 15, 8 from 8 for 9 from 3. Like, dude went nuclear. <laughs> um, so, we can touch on the loss, but yeah, let's uh, let's focus on this for a minute because just you said Seth Curry's had a great week. Seth Curry's had a great month 59.1% oh, from fuck. deep in the month of February. He's up to 44.8 on the season. Like, I think I wrote about it in one of the early articles I did for us. Um, Mm-hmm. he's I, I said like he's shooting a little under his norm right now it's gonna progress back to the norm and now he's like blown past it i mean i and jay camp wrote a great article for the athletic um basically saying luke is gonna be there chris Stapps is gonna be there but if we're gonna swing a series against a higher seed in the playoffs it's gonna be seth curry that kind of swings that yeah you know? that makes and sense i'll do respect i'll do respect to hardaway but Seth Curry's kind of that third option wild card. I don't know. You could pick if one of those two guys has a great game, we have a fighting chance every night. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, Hardaway and, and Curry are weirdly playing similar roles for the Mavericks right now. Yeah, I think I saw a tweet where it was I forgot who had said it. I'm so sorry for forgetting it for listening, but it was like so we have like, you know, our one and two obviously KP. And then our third option is just like a rotating between Seth or Tim or whoever. Something that's been un- something that's been underrated this year for Hardaway though has been his defense. Like, yeah, he's been know, pretty good. You know, I, I feel like he's slacked on slacked off a little bit recently, but you know, yeah, for the I most part. That. But for the most yeah. part, he hasn't been the revolving door that he was in New York. Yeah, like he still has so. lapses in <laughs> in defensive judgment, but yeah, but yeah, well, for the I most think- part. I think for a lot of players that really relates to how you're doing offensively. Like yeah, absolutely. Defense is, defense is the thing that should always be just all about effort, and that's the one thing that should be consistent. But getting in the getting between these guys' ears, how they feel about themselves on one end, especially if they feel like that's their thing, that's going to affect the entire court for them. Oh, for sure. So like yeah. just having Tim Hardaway be good has helped him on both sides of the court. Um. So yeah, that game sucked. <laughs> It, yeah, it really I mean, this... like it really felt like we were never in it except for a, a few moments here or there. Yeah, I mean when but... when Seth and Luca and Kristaps went on that fucking run, you know. Yeah, in like the late that third was awesome. quarter. 
Yeah, but I mean, after that, like, you know, you have to rest them. Like, I get that, you know, yeah. have to rest them. And then, yeah. you know, Justin Jackson and Courtney Lee both got DMP'd. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing. And, my, you know, MKG played four minutes, like, you know, and had a, and it was a negative one, minus one in those four minutes. So, you know. Yeah, and just file it under one of those basketballs, a really weird sport kind of things. Um, yeah. Talk yeah. all season about how the strength of this team is depth and how Rick can, like, unleash these just deadly bench units and just destroy other teams' second units. Well, you lost Jalen. You know we lost Powell a while ago. That's mm-hmm. where that's where that's really, really going to show up. Yeah. That's, that's where it takes the biggest hit, like – we're not going to be as effective depth wise coming off the benches, which, you know, say what you want about Dwight Powell or even like Jalen Brunson's early struggles this season. It hurts. Those are two guys you were really counting on. If for no other reason than depth, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I did want to mention though, is that one thing that has been great for the Mavericks has been their resiliency. They still, <laughs> I am so sorry. Um, They still, with with 21 games left in the season, have not lost three games in a row. Which is insane. Yeah. I can't believe that. Like, they've lost three or four, but they haven't... Not in a row. Like, they've had had a a win somewhere in the middle of that. Yeah. To break that up. They have not lost three in a row all season. Um, I feel like that's... It's definitely one of the signs of a good team. And I mean, kind of saw it out of Miami. I think the worst thing that could have happened to the Mavericks going into that game was Miami losing to that same terrible Minnesota team we were just talking about mm-hmm. on their home floor. Yeah. They had something to prove that night. So, yeah. I'm not, I'm not too bummed not, about it, but whatever. Let's not act like, at least for the fans, that 100% of the attention that day was actually on the game. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah, no, the yeah. 21st birthday. Uh, it's in Dirk, Miami. In Miami, Dirk's there. You know? Dirk's there. They all know they're going to live massive, afterwards. The massive Slovenian contingent is there for him and Goran. Yeah, yeah, which was cool. That was really cool. Yeah, it's cool how they do that, man. Like yeah. every year, and it, it wasn't like. a playoff game, so like I'm not that worried about like distractions here yeah. and there. Um, yeah, we'll see them in the finals. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> we are not going to see them in the finals. Yeah, we'll probably see Milwaukee. Milwaukee. <laughs> um. So right, that, that was the only loss this week. And then um, today we uh, beat Minnesota once again. Had an early game for our uh, for our European friends. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly didn't this. even know that it was an early game till I got home and saw that the game was over and we won. Yeah, I was nope. like, okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. No disrespect to our Slovenian prince, but uh, is today the best individual stat line of the season for the map so far? Yeah, uh, 38 points, 13 rebounds, oh, man. five yeah. blocks, and four assists. That was KP? Yeah, that was yeah. KP, yeah. <sighs> Buddy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you <sighs> missed the game, bro. <laughs> man, you guys are, like, trying to give me an orgasm at 7.30 at night. Again, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, man, the game was good, man. Like, Kristoff's went, you know, 13 for 25, you know? Again, thirty-eight points, had five blocks, four assists. Like, like what the hell? Thirteen rebounds. Like, yeah. I think individually, and, I think, I think individually, besides a triple double, this is probably like the best outline, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. of any player that we've had this year so far. Yeah, um, I mean, Lucas had a couple thirty-point triple doubles, so I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. So, 
and Kristoff's getting healthier. He's kind of been intertwined with the Powell injury and playing him at center. Like, yeah. So February, February he goes 25.2 with 10.6 rebounds per game. Uh, now March, he's averaging 38 and 13. So in April, he's going to average 51 and 16, I think, if math works out that way. But uh, no, like February was great for Chris Stapps. And obviously, he had a bigger role in a lot of games that Luka was out. So but yeah, he's establishing himself as the guy that we paid the max to. And this is why we paid you that. And he doesn't need to be on steroids like other guys around the league to put up these numbers. I don't know why you go in on, on John Collins every day. I see your tweets and I'm like, what the hell? Why is he so mad? Because being, being petty is a drug to me. And it's either, <laughs> it's either one of, Yoda's thousands of followers or old school Hawks just jumping into my mentions with that Harry Bird avatar. That, oh man. Oh man. <laughs> just You mean the people that say that Giannis doesn't have a bag? Yeah, those people. Oh my yeah. god, dude. Oh uh, man. I saw, I saw today and I was like, why the fuck did you tweet that? And I'm just like the, the I'm people, gonna ask him. Like the people that think that rebounds are the only thing that matter in the NBA. Uh, let's talk about something else. <laughs> so, let's, just... <laughs> let's, let's not fucking go at Grant right now. Oh, He's man. Here, so... <laughs> He's not here to defend himself, but that's okay. He Even when he is here to defend himself, there yeah. is no defense. Yeah, I mean, me, and Grant will, me and Grant are getting that other episode in sometime, don't you? Yeah, guys? just for summer, <laughs> summer edition. Yeah. Just kind of go at each other. Because, <laughs> yeah. guys. Just go guys, for the jugular you, over and over. If you, see, if you ever see our slack for whatever reason like half of it is grant and tim just going at each other like obviously playing but just mm-hmm. like they like just talk mad shit to each other all the time and drummond is always 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 mentioned somewhere in there <laughs> well it's just it's just well the topics won't be even anywhere close to basketball related like we're talking about even it was on twitter the other day we were talking about his birthday and I was That's like, well, right, I, hope you don't, yeah. I, hope, I hope you don't drink too much, but if you do, I hope you rebound well. And it's just like, we just take these shots at each other out of nowhere, and it's yeah. kind of hilarious to me. It's I'm great. glad. It's that, like... I'm definitely glad that he's on board for sure. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, fun. I hope oh, Grace listening to this right now. So. <laughs> I hope so. But I, also, anyway, going back to the. Oh, sorry, go on. No, I just going back to the Slack. I love that there's all these moments where like you can tell that one or two or a few of us are at work and it's just the other two or three of us are going at it. And I've had these moments where I've been at work and you just look down at your phone and there's like 78 new notifications from the Slack. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's incredible. I get we, no service at work. Yeah. I get no service at work. So yeah, we truly see, are idiots. Yeah. yeah. I love you guys so much though. Yeah. <laughs> Especially you like, and Grant. Oh yeah. Yeah. Both you, man, Gucci together. Like this is, it's just a, it's a good mix of just, yeah assholery so uh, oh man, man see seth curry so going back to the game seth curry had 27 points okay yet again just going off <laughs> like it's march madness times my guy so yeah it's good man it's, it was a good game like okay. i watched it and like i was like because again the slack i was like who's writing and i was like ah fuck so <laughs> i went to go see my family and i was like i gotta go i gotta watch the game my mom was like why and i was like because i have to write you yeah, know she was yeah. just like yeah she was like okay <laughs> i was like i'll see you later and i was like yeah i'll see you probably next week but 
I mean, overall, it's a good game. Uh, I don't know how to feel about MKG yet. You know, I have not watched him play yet, so I can't I mean, say he's anything. Barely, like he barely like play. I mean, he's only like he's on a minimum contract, but still, it's yeah. like yeah. He played two minutes and forty one seconds today. Had a stat line of one rebound, one turnover, and that's it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> He did. Oh, God, I wish I could remember what exact game this was. I think it was the first game against Minnesota this week, but there was a possession. And it's the one tool he was brought in for where he was running all over the court defensively. And I want to say at some point in each part of the possession, I think there might have been an offensive rebound involved. But he ended up guarding five different players on one Minnesota possession. That's right. I do remember that. I think I wrote about that. Yeah. And it, and it ended in a stop and a rebound for the Mavs, and this is like, oh, okay, that's why he's here. Yeah, yeah, you know, and just like, but you know, just like, if he's gonna be like our, our like our stopper, basically, like, we gotta somehow incorporate him somewhere. I don't know, dude. Like, do I wanted to see out that, forever, but... Yeah, I wanted to see him in that Atlanta game a couple weeks ago when we didn't have Luca or KP because it's like Courtney Lee's out there and Trey Young is just torching us. Just yeah, just tell Mike. Tell Gil- Kid Gilchrist, like, don't worry about offense. Just see number 11. Go get that guy. Go yeah. follow him around. Go. If he, tries to nutmeg, if he tries to nutmeg you, put an elbow into his chest. You know? Uh, just like Trevor. As, as we saw, yeah, as we saw last <laughs> night. Oh, man, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, so let's talk real quick. I mean, we're getting towards that time of the season. Let's talk about magic numbers. Let's do it. Magic number. So, yes. as of recording, uh, the Mavs magic number to clinch a playoff spot is 12. Tied with which at this, Oklahoma City and Utah. Which at this point in the season with the lead we have over the 8 is a lock. They're making the playoffs, so... Yeah, you would hope so, because next is... They have... Their, their magic number for the playoffs is 12. Their magic number for the 7th seed is 14. So, to kind of give you okay. guys an idea. Okay. Um, and just regular standings-wise, that means they are seven and a half up on Memphis, a full ten up on New Orleans. Uh, Memphis had a huge win last night, but they've kind of been petering out a little bit since the All-Star break. Yeah. Which, yeah. And we kind of saw it with Luka last year, if you're built on rookies. Like, it gets tough. It's a grind. And Absolutely. these young guys are learning to grind. Yeah, exactly. It's, so, it's pretty wild. Um, yeah, the only team in the NBA so far that has clinched a playoff spot is Milwaukee, um, which still insane. Like, still insane. In February, like in, fuck? in February, yeah. the The Lakers' magic number is still four, to give you guys an idea. Okay. Um, and Toronto's magic number in the East is three. Okay. But somehow Milwaukee has ten more wins than second place Toronto. It's so wild, dude. And it Toronto is. had to go on a run too. They to did. Even they get did. The word, so. so, so this is what I found funny, and we talked about this before recording. But the Mavs' magic number is twelve for the playoffs, point blank. the The number one seed Milwaukee Bucks, their magic number, as of recording, for the number one seed is thirteen. Like. There's a legitimate chance that Milwaukee clinches number one before we clinch a playoff spot. Before we clinch a playoff spot. And there's a a decent chance that with two weeks to go in the season, 
Milwaukee has clinched number one in the NBA. That's so wild, dude. That team is ridiculous. Like, I mean, I can't wait for Giannis to because they're fifty-two here. and eight, and the Lakers are forty-five and thirteen. They have a five-game lead on the Lakers. God damn, dude. The gap, the gap between Milwaukee and Toronto, the two in the East right now, is the same as the gap between the Mavericks and the nine-seed Pelicans right now. Yeah, ten games. That's so wild. That's it that's is. It's like, ridiculous when you put it in that context. It's like okay, I'm trying to visualize yeah. that. Like what the hell? Milwaukee is. By far the best team in the NBA for the regular season. Yeah, like there's just no question about it. There is not a game that Milwaukee plays that I don't think that they're going to win. Yeah, or at least have a very very good chance of winning. And James Harden did the world a disservice by just angering the Greek god. I know, he... 40, 41 points and twenty <laughs> rebounds today. You know what? James Harden, you're right. Giannis doesn't have a bag. He owns the entire <laughs> fucking baggage claim at your airport. That's oh, God. Has. God, it's just, I can't believe you would piss him off like that. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> oh, James Harden. Fucking nuts. Like, as much as I hate them, like, it'd be cool to see them play each other. And just, like, just see fucking yeah. Giannis just go ham. The thing is, though, is that James Harden would have to get past the second round of the playoffs for that to happen. I think he doesn't hasn't he hasn't he though? No. Or no. Yeah, he's gotten to the conference finals. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, yes. I mean, that's third round. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's usually the, the second round. Twice. Yeah. All right. Oh, so... uh, did you see the did you see what was it? Someone was talking about I even saved it on my phone. Um so you remember the 0 for 27 that and ultimately ended their season in that game seven against the Warriors? Yeah. Yes. Good times. I saw it I saw it once again last night posted and I think this has been said before, but whatever, I'll say it again because it never gets old. The probability of missing 27 threes in a row in a game seven with the percentages their players were shooting at the time, one in 72,000. <laughs> well, you know what? They deserve it. God hates you. Around that, like, <laughs> just put that into a blender, liquefy it, and inject it straight into my veins, buddy. God, I love slandering Houston. I mean, especially this little bit off topic, but after what the Astros did, the city of Houston deserves no respect. Like the yeah, entire I city. Agree. I said last night, your only legitimate titles belong to the Comet. Yeah. You, yeah. Didn't play M- you didn't play MJ to get your two NBA titles, and your World Series title doesn't count. Screw you guys. Damn, that's so depressing. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, let's see. We got some questions this week. Oh, yeah, we do. A few, a few. See, should we go through? Yeah, let's 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 shoot the shit. Let's go. All right, let's go. Okay, so our good friend Grant, oh no, at Greasy Randy had a poll, and he included in the question order. So he said, "What's more likely, the Grizzlies make the eighth seed, Pelicans make the eighth seed, or both make it and OKC gets out, like it's kicked out?" Mm. Most likely, or what do you want to see? Most likely. I would say Pels. Yeah. Uh, depending on the usage of Zion, but I, they're not super dependent on him. Like, if you remove Zion and Jaw for the, from the equation, I think the Pels are a lot better. Because they have Ingram, Drew Holiday, JJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they have, yeah. I agree. As I, have, far as, I, would, I have the Pels making it, so. Yeah. I have the as Pels making it. fun? Yeah. Go ahead. As far as most fun, all those ex-Lakers and Zion, I mean, it's a four or five game series most likely, but 
Ingram, uh, Lonzo, and all those guys yeah. playing against the Lakers in round one. Like, give it to me. Yeah. But that one game they steal, man, that's going to be some good shit. Watch it be like game yeah. one, too. Like, and just... That'd be great. I would love that, dude. Make LeBron sweat a little bit. You know, yeah. Just... How hilarious would it be if the Pels made the playoffs as the eighth seed and then like somehow upset the Lakers? Like just poetic justice to fucking Anthony Davis. I'd like that. It would be beautiful. Trying to I'm trying to envision a scenario in which that happened, and the only one I you never root for it, but if LeBron somehow got like a high ankle sprain and had to be out like three to four weeks and miss the first round. Like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. an opening there. No, I'm not saying I mean, it's likely. I'm just saying, no, I'm like, saying how poetic it would be. How crazy would it be? Yeah. A couple things he didn't include. Um, if you look San Antonio, Portland and Sacramento, only like a game behind new Orleans and three yeah. behind the eight seed right now. That's crazy. It is, yeah. it is hey, nice maybe... being in the Mavs position and not having to freak yeah. out over the eight seed at the moment. I know, thank God, dude. <laughs> Don't you freak out. We're, yeah. we're not under 500, so it's great. <laughs> Just a slight look ahead, speaking of the Mavs and not freaking out. Next eight games, huge opportunity. I think we're going to be favored in all eight games. That may swing on whether Luka plays a home game against the Nuggets or not. Yeah. But the back half the back half of March is murderer's row, so these next eight games... Um, we need them. Well, Next seven, including the one today, we're one and zero. Me and Randy were talking, or me and yeah, me and Greasy were talking about this. We need six of these. You'd love to see seven, eight, and we're over the moon. Yeah, very nice. Because what? Right, the next seven games are Bulls, Pels, Grizzlies, Pacers, Spurs, Nuggets, Suns. That's a good little yeah. That's yeah. a good little reprieve, I think. Yeah, and then right, right after that. Clippers. They're in yeah. Staples against the Clippers. And that oh, starts shit. a brutal stretch that includes the Rockets, the Bucks, I think the Jazz. Yeah. Yeah, it's a um, yeah. But then but then the end of the like the last five games of the season are, are not too bad. Yeah. So hopefully by then we've already like, you know Yeah. Don't need to. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, so let's see. So James Grambo asked our friend James asked. I don't know how the fuck you think of these questions, but how much money would it take would it take for you to not know how to read? What? Just answer the question this one. I, I, I my, repeat it. My, my answer is what? How much money would it take for you to not know how to read? I I just answer the question. It's okay. I have no answer to this question because it's <laughs> stupid. Oh, James, you silly motherfucker. But two two and a half million per year for the rest of my life. Because that point five is going to somebody who's salaried who's reading everything for me. That's smart. That's fucking smart. Yeah. <laughs> I think let's see. If you're going by yearly, I'd have to go like for like five million. You know? Mm. And like do I really need a read do I really need someone to read me stuff? I mean my fiance would do it for me for free probably, so that wouldn't be too hard. I'll do five million. All right. Thank you, James, for asking a question that might have broken Alex's brain. Yeah, so... apparently. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Um, okay. Good friend, uh, not Chef Gumby, asks, "Who will the mouse resign? Who will they let go?" 
and then he left a list of the players. So MKG, um, JJ, Courtney Lee, and Tim has a player option, and Willie has a player option too. Uh, Tim will pick up his player option. Yeah, I think he will too. Uh, Willie Colley Stein, I, I think would he expect pick to pick up his player option. Yeah, I think he does. I think he picks up his player option. So I don't really expect Michael Good Gilchrist to come back, um, unless it's a, at a vet minimum. So like you could pick up any vet minimum player. I'm not really worried about that. Um, I don't think JJ's back next year, and I don't think that that's because the Mavs don't want him back. I think that he just retires. Okay. Yeah, I think this is this is his last year. Yeah. Yeah, I could kind of see that too. Like, I think he's ready to kind of just be a dad. You know, well, I mean, this has yeah. been a huge year for him to be a mentor to Luca. Yeah, that's and, true. And Luca's taken a huge next step. And, and I think that, that that was part of the reason for JJ coming back was to be that last vestige of the 2011. Of, yeah. of 2011. Um, like that, yeah. And there's always a spot on that bench as a coach if he wants it. Yeah, absolutely. J- which, JJ's which, a math. Which I could see him third. taking that. Yeah. Uh, a you coaching know, spot, a front office spot, like. Something, yeah. Like, yeah. I could see him playing mm-hmm. a role similar to what um it over for the Rangers, uh Michael Young plays for the Rangers, like just kind oh. of a front office oh, like, yeah, yeah. you know, development type role uh for the Mavs. I was like, This guy better not say Nolan Ryan. <laughs> no. No. No, but uh no, yeah, like, I kind of agree. development I could really see for JJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I can agree. Like I think, like I think Tim and Willie will probably pick up their options. Um, Tim actually going like to uh, free agency would be a fucking that would be crazy if he did that. Because um, again, I think it, I think it all depends on, like the coach he had mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't see MK, MKG coming back next year. Um, JJ, I can kind of see a little bit like if he's like, oh shit, we made the playoffs. Let me give you one more year to like mentor like. Luca and Jalen and whoever you know, like yeah, have you know whatever. Um, Courtney Lee, I don't see him coming back. Like again, I think he's other he's another like really good veteran presence, but I think you know we're gonna have even more veterans next year. Like guys are gonna be older, you mm-hmm. know. Like I think I think it's good for him to be here this year, just like to again help kind of help. Like I think him and JJ are like the two like mentors for all the younger guys. So yeah, but yeah. Well, well, guys, I don't know if you heard the exclusive this week, but we are trying to work on a long-term contract with Hardaway Jr. going forward. Oh, God, don't know. I'm not even going to. We're not touching that. Yeah. What a dumb fight that was. But, yeah, just that, that is some pertinent info that, yes, Tim yeah, Hardaway I mean, is a guy good, that Tim Hardaway is a guy we'd like to have around, I'd say, for at least the next three to four years, right? Yeah. I'd like it, you know. I feel like three, yeah. at like three, at like eighteen per or something like that. I'd sign up for that probably. Like I just, I feel, yeah, I feel like he's gonna if he does re up. Like I think it's gonna be, yeah. he's gonna talk to Luca and Chris Stapps and be like, hey, like let's keep the um, you know Dirk Nash Finley, you know, vibes <laughs> going on, you know. So we'll see though. I mean, we'll see. We'll see in the off season probably or next season. Okay, last question tonight is. From Sean Longley, Sean J. Longley on Twitter. He's actually a Phoenix fan. That's interesting. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, biggest goal for the Mavs for the rest of the regular season? Question mark. Playoffs, question mark, offseason. Who Dang. is one non-starter you think is going to play the biggest role down the stretch? And it, this is fair because we're all Mexican. <laughs> is Tex-Mex technically Mexican food? 
Or is it its own category? Okay. So let's start from the top. Thoughts okay. for the regular season. Yeah, the uh, biggest goal. Like biggest, biggest goal, goal for... is to clinch seventh seed at this point. Okay. I mean, I. Okay. I, I think biggest I goal. Succeed. Biggest goal is clinch seventh. Um, okay. You you know just like get that done and over with, and then try and move up if you can, if that makes yeah. sense. Playoffs have a competitive first round. I really don't expect the Mavericks to get past the first round, um, depending on who they're playing. But just make it competitive. Make it six, make it seven games. I'm happy with that. Um, okay. Off-season. Off-season, continue to grow. Like, you know, the core is there now with Luke and KP. Um, mm. We don't have a ton of cap space going into the off-season. Um, it's a terrible free agent market. Just continue to grow the core. Continue to, to work together and, and everything like that. Uh, that that's what yeah. I care about. Yeah. Um, okay. what was next? Sorry. Uh, who was the who? Tex-Mex. Who was one? What? Oh, no, no, Texmex was, was like one, the last. No, no. who was one non-starter? You think is going to play the biggest role down the stretch? Uh, well, I mean, it would have to be either JJ or um or Seth Curry. Like, yeah, really, just depends on the situation. But I, I probably lean towards Seth. Yeah, and the last one is Texmex. No, it's not Mexican food. Thank you, God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, for me, the biggest goal for the match of the season is to get over forty point five wins, so I can cash my shit. Okay. And get and make my money. Um, I mean, they're almost because, there, so I don't. Think I know. I'm ready to worry about. I know. I'm ready. Anyway, all right. Uh, playoffs. Uh, playoffs for me. I want us to get out of the first round. That's my biggest goal. I think we can do it. I think if again, if we're if we're literally we're, if we're hitting on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. If Mark pays the refs off, I think we're fine. <laughs> you know, we'll make oh, it. Oh man! So I've been a little bit out of the loop with stuff. Just real quick, have there yeah. been has there been any word on the um on the game that we lost? Uh, uh they said that they're gonna. Uh, nothing's happened. I think what okay. what I think what I heard today was that they're gonna like if they, it depends on like if if that game um affected seating somehow, mm-hmm. they would try to like go ahead and go with it but if let's say they win the whatever they win the thing yeah they don't worry about it so okay um okay so after that okay so off season my biggest off is again just keep again like you keep developing players like stuff like that but also really 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 focus on um the draft okay i think, I think we're getting a lot we're getting a lot better at like actually looking at the draft and like especially the second round like we're doing really well about that you know, yeah, we have our and first round pick this year. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you know, so, you know, I think like we've done pretty good with them in the past. You know, we got Brunson out of it. You know, stuff yeah. like that. I think like, and then we've had some sinkers too. But, you know, I think if we focus on that, um, again, Mavs draft Richie, he has a lot of good, you know, good quality content about you know what's in the second round. So, he's a guy we can go to later on and kind of ask like, hey, like, what should we do with it? You know, stuff. Mm-hmm. Like um. Let's see. Let's, what's else? another question? Uh, non-starter, biggest run on the stretch. It's got to be Seth. I think, you know, Tim touched on it earlier about talking about how, you know, he can move the needle, you know, like crazy, um, for us. So I think he's going to be super instrumental, especially if he keeps up his uh, the way he's been playing in February, you know. Um, 
And Tex-Mex is not Mexican food. There's no way. Okay. So. <laughs> All right, Tim. All right. Turn. So back in order, I guess. So the biggest regular season one for me, I'll get ambitious and say I should, or they should still be aiming. Um, the Southwestern divisions within reach. So aim at that, like Ooh. make that your, make okay. that your state Make that your stated goal, and if you fall short of it, even if you're close, you're going to really like where you are. Okay. Um, I really want that first-round matchup with Houston because I think with their size and with Chris Stapp's skill set, he would just dem- – we would see a lot of games like today out of him in a seven-game series, I feel like. Um, let's see. What was the next one? The next one was – oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> the next one was expectations. Uh, yeah, playoff expectations. Like, biggest goal for playoffs. Uh, definitely going to be all about matchup, but like you guys said, play a competitive series. I think there are matchups we can take advantage of. Um, and it also depends, man, this Lucas thumb kind of worries me just the overall health. Cause it's been a topsy turvy season on that front kind of worries me. If we can get there healthy, I like us against not like we should be favored, Mm-hmm. But every series, except for maybe the two LA teams, I think is a very winnable series. Okay. Uh, I even I think we could give the Lakers a hell of a fight. The Clippers, uh, they're my favorite to win it all. So uh, there's just a lot of athleticism there, and I think they've kind of been playing with their food a little bit all regular season, which mm-hmm. is weird because they've never won anything. That's like dynasty attitude, but whatever. Um. <laughs> see what was the next one non-starter uh off season off season okay um yeah don't overpay for anything and don't freak out uh keep yeah just and let's get everyone in a uh conditioning and strength strength and conditioning program just okay yeah that's let's get let's get luca a little more muscle let's get some of the conditioning let's like not be so worried about back-to-backs going into next season and stuff like that let's get luca and kp into the kind of shape where 75 to 78 games should be kind of an expectation for okay. both of them. Okay. Maybe that's a little high. So let's set the bar at 70. And then okay. the non-starter, you guys, man, it's going to depend on our starting lineup depends so much on matchups. That's true. Seth's yeah. going to start. Seth's going to start some nights. Maxie's going to come off the bench some nights. I guess I'll just say, uh, even if Maxie starts, I'll just, since he's a contributor that's not kind of in our, top three when we talk scoring um i think what max is going to bring down the stretch is going to be huge uh because he's he's kind of a i can't really tell you what his elite tool is i just can tell you he kind of seems to be good at everything yeah like he's he's the swiss army knife in this rotation right now so i think he has a role against every team we could face down the stretch and potentially play in the playoffs so i think he's going to be kind of the the wild card that we pull out no matter who we end up playing so i'm really excited to see what maxie does down the stretch again what a freaking steal that was yeah um i think i saw we're paying we're paying dodo delon Wright, seth curry and maxie a combined 28 million this season that's insane it is. That is absolutely ridiculous. Actually, so. I won't make the obvious joke. Uh, never mind. Please, thank oh. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Now, last one. Oh, yeah. It, oh, the text? It, yeah, it's Tex-Mex Mexican food. 
Uh, there's absolutely not authentic Mexican food, but that is Thank not you. a knock. It's got its place, and it yeah. is really, really enjoyable. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess I should have said that too. Like Tex-Mex yeah, is fine. Yeah, no, I enjoy it. Like, <laughs> it, it's fine. Like, I don't hate it. Um, I'll eat it. Yeah, <laughs> but it is not Mexican food, and so yeah, it's not like, not like yeah. cooking, if so. if you're going out with a girl or a guy, and they're like, "Hey, let's go get some Mexican," you better fucking clarify and be like, "Do you mean like actual Mexican food?" Like, or do you, yeah, or do you, or do you mean, mean like some, on the border? Yeah, <laughs> or chili yeah, or like, some shit. Like, I have like six food trucks within a mile of me right now that are like authentic Mexican than any kind of. Yeah, I'm in like the food truck capital of the world or whatever. I know you but, are. Where is that again? You, uh... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. If the if the Kings end up grabbing that eight seed, we have to have Jay back on for them making the playoffs and for me for me to defend the honor of Thousand Oaks, California. the Conejo Valley stand up baby our first our first first west coast rap beef on the podcast between me and a girl that works for the Dallas Party News I I made TJ mad the other day by saying that I thought Californians all put the in front of highway names and she said that that's only a Southern California thing and if you assume all Californians do that, then you're a terrible human being. <laughs> I'm going to ask TJ Schultz to come on later. <laughs> <laughs> so we can ask I mean, how things are up on the five. Yeah, I live about uh, three quarters of a mile away from the 101. But if I want a scenic view down to LAX, I take the one. Okay. Or the P- the PCH, as it's called. <laughs> you're wow. going to make TJ so mad. <laughs> I know. Hope she listens to this. Um, yeah. yeah, it's time to stir the pot. Like I've ever backed <laughs> away from that. Come on. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. Uh, any other questions today? Nope. That was it today. Cool. So, so uh, let's fucking make the playoffs and, and enjoy these last twenty-one games, guys. Exactly. Like, Absolutely. Basically, Looking forward to it, guys. Six more weeks of regular season basketball. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cool. April fifteenth is the last game. Damn, okay, cool. Sweet. All right. 16 and 0 in the playoffs. Lock it up. Let's go. Oh, yeah. All right. Until next week, guys. We'll see you later. Bye, guys. Take it easy.